following podcast is brought to you by Covenant Baptist Theological Seminary. Welcome to Confessing the Faith, a theological and devotional walk through the 1689 Baptist Confession of Faith. I'm your host, Sam Waldron, one of the pastors of Grace Reformed Baptist Church in Owensboro, Kentucky, and president of Covenant Baptist Theological Seminary. Today we're going to be considering the subject of God and the Holy Trinity, and in particular we come to paragraph 3 of chapter 2 of the Confession, which moves us directly to the doctrine of the Trinity. After decades, and perhaps even centuries, of neglect in Western Christianity, the doctrine of the Trinity has become the focus of attention for theologians in recent decades. It is to be hoped that this interest of theologians will trickle down to ordinary Christians. The doctrine of the Trinity is of enormous practical importance to the serious Christian. Here is how paragraph 3 of chapter 2 reads. In this divine and infinite being, there are three subsistences, the Father, the Word, or Son, and Holy Spirit. One substance, power, and eternity, each having the whole divine essence, yet the essence undivided. The Father is of none, neither begotten nor proceeding. The Son is eternally begotten of the Father, the Holy Spirit, proceeding from the Father and the Son, all infinite, without beginning, therefore but one God who is not to be divided in nature and being, but distinguished by several peculiar relative properties and personal relations, which doctrine of the Trinity is the foundation of all our communion with God and comfortable dependence on him. Doctrine of the Trinity is briefly described and affirmed in the first few words of this paragraph. It's important that we begin a study by making sure that we understand what this mystery of the Christian faith involves. The key description and affirmation is found in these words, in this divine and infinite being, there are three subsistences, the Father, the Word, or Son, and the Holy Spirit. The three key ideas involved in the doctrine of the Trinity are mentioned in this statement, and I think they're helpfully summarized in the Old Children's Catechism, which asks three questions about this matter. First question and answer, are there more gods than one? No, there is only one God. Second question and answer, in how many persons does this one God exist? In three persons. Third question and answer, who are they? The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The three key convictions regarding the Trinity are that there is one God in three persons who exists in a certain order of personal relationships. These relationships are epitomized in their names. Let me briefly open up these three things. First, there's one God. This means that there's only one one divine and infinite being, as the confession says. The doctrine begins by assuming the great doctrinal foundation of Old Testament religion, that there is one God. Deuteronomy 6.4, Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one. Tritheism is here rejected. There are not three gods, there is only one. Second, there are three subsistences. Why does the Confession use this big technical word subsistence, and what does it mean? Well, it uses the word subsistence to underscore the point that the three persons are real entities and not merely three roles that one person plays in history. No, each of these three persons are real subsistence, subsistences. The term subsistence means a real thing, that is really there. 
And it is a rejection of what is now called modalism. This is the view that the persons are not real, but simply appearances or roles played by one divine person. Often is said that he's the Father in the Old Testament, the Son in the days of Jesus, and the Holy Spirit since Pentecost. False, says the confession to this view. Perhaps the key passage which undermines such modalism is 2 Corinthians 13, 14, the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. United Pentecostalism in its various branches and splits teaches modalism and is condemned by the confession. Third, there is an order among these three real persons. They are the Father, the Son, or Word, and the Holy Spirit. These three persons are not triplets. They are not identical. There is diversity in the Trinity. Their names distinguish their personal identities and relations in the Trinity. One is Father because he eternally generates the Son. One is Son or Word because he is generated or spoken by the Father. One is Spirit because he is eternally breathed out by the Father and the Son. As Matthew 28, 19 says, In the one name of God, there are three names, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Now you might be saying, this is all very hard to understand. Yes, it is a mystery, but it is a glorious mystery which calls for us to bow down and worship and acknowledge our finite smallness. And yet, as we will also see, it is also a very practical mystery. Thank you for listening to Confessing the Faith on the Man of God Network, brought to you by Covenant Baptist Theological Seminary. CBTS is a confessional Reformed Baptist seminary which provides affordable online theological education to help the church in its calling to train faithful men for the gospel ministry. To learn more about how you can partner with us in providing informed scholarship with Pastoral Heart, visit cbtseminary.org.